Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein, and this is the podcast Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and together Bruce and I have written 35 cookbooks, including the Great Big Pressure Cooker book. It's hard to say. And a book that's perfect for the summer, The Boozy Blender, in which Mm. every cocktail is made right in a blender. You know what? I've noticed about this podcast before we get into it itself. I have noticed that we always start out at a kind of slow rate, and by the end, we're talking so fast and furious. That's because I'm drinking my iced coffee during recordings. <laughs> so I noticed you're like, hi, I'm Bruce Weising. And by the end, it's like, blah. I start with my sexy voice, and I end with <laughs> my bored voice. It's <laughs> oh, great. Okay, so what are we doing? Today, today, we are doing salsa. It is the salsa show. Yes, well... You remember that Seinfeld episode with the salsa? And Jerry just kept calling it salsa. I do. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with what we're doing, but I do remember Or as I say in Catalan, the salsa show. <laughs> well, anyway, I... Okay, please stop being offensive. Um, we have got all sorts of ideas because we are pretty sure you have got a jar of red salsa in your refrigerator and you need to do more than dip a chip in it i'm going to just say one caveat if your red salsa has gray mold on it then you don't want to do any of this with it oh so depending upon how long it's been in your refrigerator depends whether you could do any of this with it. if it's moldy throw it out and you know what can i before we start down this list of things to do with a jar of salsa besides just dip a chip in it let me say that better salsa is worth the slightly more expensive price, I think. Look at your jar of salsa. If corn syrup or sugar is near the top of the list of ingredients... It shouldn't be in there at all. (laughs) No, it should not. Corn syrup should not be in your salsa at all. No, it should not, but it's going to be, and it's almost going to be guaranteed to be there in North America. But if it's (sighs) near the top... Come on, quit eating ice cream and calling it salsa. Oh, nice. <laughs> salsa, salsa gelato. So That's what you could do with better this. salsa. A salsa sundae. That's the first idea. No. Oh, the real first disgusting. idea is we're going to use salsa as a potato topper, a baked potato topper. Yay. So you get a hot baked potato out of the oven, you spoon over some sour cream, and you add some scallions, and you get some salsa on there. It is a killer potato topping. It is. There's something about, well, of course, sour cream and salsa are perfect on top tacos so it just goes to reason that that would be perfect combination on baked potatoes right it is and i don't mind that the salsa is cold out of the fridge on the hot potato if that bothers you take the salsa out early so it's room temperature and can i also say about this before we move on to the next one there's one other thing i want to say about it is i'm not a fan of fat-free sour cream and yet when you put salsa on a baked potato with fat-free sour cream it I don't notice the kind of claggy, thick nature, artificially thickened nature of fat-free sour cream. To quote Krusty the Clown, I don't mind the taste. (laughs) No, I think it actually makes fat-free sour cream doable (laughs) on a baked potato. It does. Okay, so Mark, what else do you want to do with salsa? So here's the thing. I think salsa is a great spread on a sandwich, and I think people forget that. Um, And I don't just mean putting salsa on your sandwich, but if you're going to make, let's say you're going to make a turkey breast sandwich with rye or whole wheat or white or whatever bread who cares what what kind of bread you like you're gonna make a turkey sandwich so you put the turkey in you put some uh lettuce down on it here's a great deal just mix a little salsa into the mayonnaise for Mm. the spread so it's sort of like a mexican russian dressing kind of like mexican russian dressing or tex-mex russian dressing or something like that and it makes a really flavorful spread on a, a i'm going turkey here so mm. i'm gonna say on a turkey sandwich nice i like that 
Okay, here's something else you could do. You're opening a can of soup for dinner because you're really lazy or you're really bored. Or, or you're really, really pressed for time. Or you're really pressed for time. So you know how to make it better? You dump some salsa in it. That's right. A canned vegetable soup is blah. A canned vegetable soup with salsa in it is great. And we're talking like a tablespoon per a can, right? I mean, we're talking not so much. You don't need a lot. You could put a tablespoon. You could put more if you want. It's a really great way to spice up any canned soup is with some really spicy, delicious salsa. Okay, so for the fourth thing, I'm going to continue my mayonnaise theme. <laughs> I can't. I cannot get away from my Christian roots. So I'm going to continue my mayonnaise theme. And uh, I'm going to say that salsa is a great thing in potato salad. And you don't even have to do much more than this. If you boil up some red skin or yellow flesh potatoes, I love that yellow fleshed potatoes. It's also gross. Um, if you boil up some red skinned or yellow flesh potatoes and then while they're still warm, toss them with mayonnaise and salsa and Again, let me also say, I'm not a fan of fat-free mayonnaise. And yet... Wait, wait. What the hell is fat-free mayonnaise? It totally exists in oh, this that's world. that's disgusting. But uh, I'm not a fan, but salsa will make even it palatable in potato salad. And you don't have to do anything else. I mean, you can slice up some onion or some celery for crunch in there. But honestly, the salsa will have, if you get a nice, flavorful, vegetable-based salsa that's got tons in it, it will make up for oh, all the will. vegetables in the potato salad. That's and really and it's just mayonnaise, salsa, and warm potatoes. And make sure you do this warm because there's something about the way the warm potatoes blend the flavors well, They absorb it also. They absorb it right. so well. Okay, when we did the ketchup show, I talked about doing marinades with ketchup a lot. Well, we can do the same thing with the salsa. You could take a jar of salsa, marinate chicken breast or flank steak or London broil in it overnight, and those flavors of the tomato and the spices get into the meat Throw it on the grill, the bits of salsa that are left on it, char on the outside and make it a spectacular And barbecue. you're not talking about doing anything no, else, Nothing right? else. That's it. A jar of salsa and a flank steak. That's dinner. And it's really good. <laughs> now, when you... <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so awful. That sounded so lonely. Oh, my a God. That sounded fabulous. jar of... Salsa a and a flank steak. A jar of flat... <sighs> a jar of flank steak. I like a jar <laughs> A flank steak, a jar of salsa, and all the ways that you were hurt in high school. <laughs> and that's your evening. <laughs> My God, that sounds horrible. Um, but wow. but wow. I do think... Well, that's mild salsa. <laughs> I do think that uh, it is kind of genius to just use salsa as a marinade. So how would you do that? Do, like, do the whole step it out. I'd put a flank steak in a 9 by 13 pan and dump a jar of salsa on it, cover it with plastic wrap, and shove it in the refrigerator overnight. Okay. Very well, easy. I'm going to do the same thing easy with salsa. Are you ready for this? What are you doing? Have you ever tried to bake fish under salsa? You should try it. Mm. If uh, Get yourself a halibut fillet. Um, this works a little bit better with thicker fish mm -hmm. fillets. I would steer clear of tuna, and I would steer clear of... Oh, no. Tuna and salsa is not a good idea. Yeah, and I would steer clear of really thin fish fillets. You know, I don't know what's wrong. Don't really do flan. Don't yeah. do soul. Yeah, don't do that. Get but a, snapper would be good. Yeah, yeah. Get a thick fish fillet. Halibut is keeps coming to mind. And you know, mahi mahi. Put it in a baking dish. Put salsa on top of it. Put it in a 350 degree oven and bake it. And mm. it depends on how the thickness of your fish and how big it is. So but good. 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Um, I'm gonna say if you don't know, Eric repairs a fantastic, unbelievable way to check if a thick fleshed piece of fish is done it's this you take a flatware knife 
you don't want to cut yourself, so a dull flatware knife. Stick it into the middle of the fish and hold it there to the count of five and then put it against your lips. If the, if the knife is warm, the fish is done. So it's a, just this simple, simple way. And if you burn your lips, please do not sue us. <laughs> Yeah, well, if you burn your lips, you left that thing in the oven way too long. But it's fish baked under salsa is it just an absolutely genius, easy idea. Okay, so earlier in this episode, I talked about mixing salsa into canned soup to make it better. But you can actually make salsa soup. Just take some plain chicken broth, like a quart of chicken broth, um, put some white beans, a can of rinsed, drained white beans in there, and a jar of salsa, or you know, half a jar of salsa. So the salsa becomes the vegetables and the seasoning for a chicken and bean soup. It is so easy. So you just got a quart of chicken broth, a can of white beans, and a jar of salsa. It's instant Southwest soup. Yeah, so that it is. And that salsa taste, so you could put more or less. You were saying maybe half a jar at first, but more or less, right? And it's just broth. Beans and sauce. That's kind of amazing. And if you want to make it even more protein, you can put shrimp in it too. So you could really go like whole Southern California and do the salsa and shrimp and white beans. Yeah, true. And here's the last tip for that jar of salsa. Did you know that it makes a fabulous addition to hamburger patties? All you need to do is take some ground beef, however much ground beef you have, and mix in mm, tablespoon, two tablespoon, up to three tablespoons a pound of ground beef. Uh, mix in the salsa with the ground beef, and then form it into your patties for burgers. Mm. And it makes easy, flavorful burgers. Easy. All you have to do, again, is just mix the salsa into the ground beef, form it into patties, and go. Well, if you actually added some breadcrumbs, then those patties can become meatloaf. Oh, it just mm, got really back to the way you were hurt in high school. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hope you like the salsa show. And if you like uh, Cooking with Bruce and Mark, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, and you will never miss an episode. And we're can people find us? You could find us on YouTube in our channel called Cooking with Bruce and Mark, where there are dozens and dozens and dozens of cooking videos. And, of course, you can find us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we're there under our own names. Bruce is on Instagram under Bruce A. Weinstein. Otherwise, look us up under our own names. And just as a moment of total self-promotion, I have a small podcast on lyric poetry called Lyric Life. If you'd like to check it out, there are episodes about every two weeks on lyric poetry it's a total passion project on my part but i'd be glad to see you there and we'd be glad to see you anywhere including on the next episode of cooking with bruce and mark <laughs>